Okay, so Medet, thank you for uh, taking the time to, to call in today. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Um, you know, normally how we do these calls is you can tell me a little bit about your business and what's going on, and I'll try and help answer all your questions. Yeah, all right. Okay. So, so. Um, so in your previous interview, you had a conversation with a web designer from Pakistan, and you went through a number of topics or issues. Uh, however, in my case, uh, like I'm a dropshipper who just incorporated, incorporated in Wyoming, and I have uh, goals of running multiple online stores under one LLC, because I don't see a valid reason of starting multiple LLCs other, other than uh, liability protection. Okay, give me one second. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, so it works. So, your question was, um, do you need multiple LLCs? We have a lot of different stores, right? Yeah, like I, like in my opinion, having just one uh, LLC under which I'll be running multiple stores would be just enough. Yeah, that's that's fine. The only time you would need more is if you have like a lot of legal liability, but generally selling to customers in another country, there's really low legal liability. You're not going to get sued in the U.S. You know, you're not going to exactly. because you're not exactly. even there. So uh -huh. it's pretty low legal liability. The, the big purpose for uh, international individuals such as yourself. And where, where are you from again? I'm from Kazakhstan. Oh, you're from Kazakhstan. Okay. Yeah. So um, the, the biggest reason to have the LLC is more operational than uh, legal liability because your legal liability is already super low. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, then let's move to another question, I guess. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, in the scenario where, in the scenario where I want to use a third party fulfillment center, like Amazon FBA, whether it's Amazon FBA, UPS, if, if, if fulfillment or any others uh, of that sort, um, am I still subject to tax release? <clears throat> so as of now, as I understand it, if you're using a fulfillment service that you have no control over that, that they work for you, uh, like, like a contractor like that, a fulfillment service, basically, it doesn't mm -hmm. count. It wouldn't consider you as having inventory in the United States because you're paying someone else to do that mm -hmm. and they're not an employee either. So I would say that doesn't create any income tax liability, but it, it, um, you need to review the sales tax um, implications of that. Maybe you have sales tax nexus. I don't, I don't think so, but it depends if you have, um, I'm thinking if you have, no, I guess this doesn't really apply. So, um, you, you just need to worry about sales tax. Uh -huh. So yeah, my next question is uh, related to that. So, Okay. Uh -huh. uh, well, since I dropship and I have intentions to run multiple online stores and sell uh, worldwide, including America, I'm pretty sure I'm going to hit the limit of 100 sales or uh, $100,000 uh, in sales mm -hmm. uh, to, to some U.S. states, uh, which certainly would lead to economic nexus. In sure. such case, in such case, how they pay sales tax? As far as I read, uh, as far as I read, I can do it online, right? Yes, you have to register in the state, and it's quite complicated. 
And um, if you sell with Amazon, like you mentioned, Amazon FBA, they do, they'll do it for you. Basically, um, mm -hmm. if you're using Shopify, there's certain plugins you can use that'll work. And if you're mm -hmm. selling on your own local website, I don't even know how the state would ever know that you're selling to their state. The, the tech, you know, like if you're selling on your own that you might, you know, be able to get away with never doing sales tax. But honestly, um, as long as you have a sales, uh, a system for um, imposing it on your clients based on shipping address, then you can, um, you can automate a lot of it. Yeah, I use Shopify uh, all the time and I can manually um, set it up for certain customers from certain states. Awesome. So, yeah, but, but what, uh, let's say I made a uh, hundred transactions or like a uh, hundred thousand dollars uh, equivalent on my, on, on my one online store. And meanwhile, another online store of mine had made me 100 transactions as well. So my question would be, when, the, when do I need to start paying sales taxes, considering the fact that uh, it's all done under one LLC? That's a great question. That's the first time I've gotten it that way. Um, I mean, if, if it's one business, it's technically one business all under the same LLC, then they would all be required, they would all be put together. So if you have one business and then this one sells a hundred products, this one sells 50, mm -hmm. technically you would, you would have to remit under the, this, you know, do it, to, do it together, you know, collect for mm -hmm. both. The States would want that. Yeah. The States definitely would want that. And it's, if it's all the money's going to the same account and it's really the same business, just like different products. Cause really it's, it is the same business. It's you and the, it's just different products and each product happens to have its own, website and brand instead of being its own page on the same website right yeah yeah exactly so the uh, states would want it uh, yeah uh, so they would count it as one entity one business and one account yeah that's what sure the mean. states are always going to count it do it in a way that makes them the most money the states are always going to look at <laughs> what which way can they collect the most that's how they're going to say to do it all right uh gotcha and uh, Wyoming, <clears throat> for instance, Wyoming has sales taxes uh, of 5% and my company uh, is established there. How do I handle sales when I sell to Wyoming customers? Um, your business was set up. That, that's an interesting question too. I'm not sure about the specific rules in Wyoming because Wyoming has its own rules, but generally it would, um, if you're registered in a state to do business, then you would be registered, you would register for sales tax as well. Uh, and cause that would mean you have nexus in the state you like doing, you're established in the state. So you're doing business in the state. I don't know how it works with Wyoming specifically because so many businesses, um, work, uh, out of, out of, uh, you know, just like yourself, they're not really doing anything in Wyoming. So that's a, you need to, we need to research what are the nexus rules for Wyoming sales taxes. Uh, mm -hmm. and uh, specifically physical presence um, rules. Yeah, my point is that uh, since it has already imposed sales taxes, uh, I might wanna, I might wanna pay sales tax every time I sell to Wyoming customers. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'm looking, um, yeah, Wyoming's economic nexus law says, 
200 transactions, 100 gross sales in the state. Uh, Wyoming sales tax, let's see. Um, oh, so tax jar has a Wyoming sales tax guide for businesses. Yeah. If you have economic, when are sales tax due? Um, how often we file? Yeah, tax jar is really awesome. I should be a, a partner with them or something, but um, yeah, it doesn't say anything about physical nexus, but it's generally like you can, physical nexus is when you have inventory in the state or an office or employees. Mm -hmm. um, I would just go, I would go by the standard nexus rules of if you um, are doing business in the state. Like if you, if you uh, hit 200 sales, or $100,000 in sales. Mm -hmm. All right, gotcha. Uh, you, you've pretty much covered all the uh, points in your previous interview. Some kind of, we're about to finish, I guess. So what, lastly, what, what are you selling? I have a question. I want to ask about your business a little bit. What are you, uh, what are you selling? I sell baby products. I sell uh, general part. For now, I'm. I want to start a new brand, like selling um, baby products. Yeah. Okay. And you sell them mostly people in the U.S. Uh, including U.S. Yeah, I sell worldwide. Okay. Uh -huh. Sounds good. Yeah. What was your last question? You said you had another question. Yeah, just a question uh, regarding your course. Uh, okay. So it's kind of it's kind of educational, right? You'll be teaching how to file taxes step by step, right? Yes, because it's all done basically with PDF forms. So um, I need to I got I need to just sit and finish it. I'm so busy at taxes and I haven't finished it yet, but. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's step by step on how to fill out the forms, what's required. Um, it's much more in depth than what's on the YouTube channel already. The YouTube channel is more conceptual and informational. This is yeah. more this is more instructional. Uh, uh, do you offer any uh, assistance? Yeah, uh, the forms fifty four seventy two. Um, yeah, yeah, we we prepare the forms, of course. Uh -huh. All right. I mean, uh, anyone, especially the ones who who are just uh, starting their business uh, in U.S., they, they sh I think that they should um, they should find someone who has expertise in uh, in that field because nobody wants to uh, pay ten thousand dollars in fines. It's twenty five now. Twenty five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's twenty five thousand now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty insane. It's the most expensive form out there. So, um, yeah, I agree. We 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 complete these forms for one thousand two hundred fifty dollars, and I'll have a video yeah. on exactly how we did it and everything. So, if you're interested in that, I'm happy to help. Yeah, and uh, you know, I've texted to you via Instagram. Uh, about, oh, okay. You remember about uh, IRS? I can I, like I'm having a little problem of faxing them. They probably, oh, that's that's you. Okay, let me go back to my messages here because I'm getting I get a lot of yeah. messages from all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I was asking about shut. Is it is IRS on shutdown or something temporarily? Yeah, IRS is shut down right now. So, I mean, right now, basically, the IRS is 
um, uh, really old. Like most of the people that work for the IRS are really old and most of the technology is pretty outdated. I, I just imagine in my head that they're on a bunch of um, um, old Dell computers using Windows 2000 and uh, just uh, running through some really ugly software to calculate all this tax stuff. So they, they're pretty low underfunded and stuff. So they're really useless right mm. now. The IRS, they're not answering the phones. It's just a mess. Yeah, like I've tried to call uh, to every single number listed on their website, but couldn't really succeed with it. Yeah, no, no one's answering the phones right now. And it's uh, annoying. I work with clients to open their businesses and do that for them. And, and I just can't get, you know, I can't finish up things I have to do because I can't get the IRS on the phone to confirm information and finalize things. Yeah, and that's what's stopping me from opening a bank account uh, with Mercury, you know? Yeah, yeah, because you need the tax ID. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, we're going to have to wait at least until, I imagine, until May. So, unfortunately, that's... Really? You think um, it's gonna... Yeah, I mean, the, the, basically, the U.S. is shut down until May. Unless oh they God. figure out how to start from home. But, and not only is it, they're just, it's the busiest time of the year for the IRS anyways. It's the middle of the filing season. It's the end of it, actually. It's right when all the returns are getting sent and they get so, they get so backed up. God. Yeah, it's so. Uh, I see. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That is what it is. That's what we're, what we're dealing with right now. All right, then. I think I'm done, yeah. Thank you for I, your time, Mr. Baker. I really appreciate it. No, thank you for, uh, thank you as well for taking the time to speak and uh, I wish you the best of luck in your business. <laughs> thank you, yeah. you too. Okay, bye.